hey hey welcome to sisters on the journey this is nicole and this episode i'm going to be talking about well the question is why your edges won't grow so true story true story and i won't take much of your time but if you could just hear me out for a few minutes i would appreciate it (laughs) so yesterday right i was um really i was getting ready to head out of the house and we're really like going house hunting so um as I was like in the mirror I was you know kind of doing my thing and I started talking to myself don't judge me but (laughs) I said to myself damn girl you haven't twisted your hair in almost three months like what the hell Nicole so I started feeling like really down and then I said to myself again Mm, you gotta do better than this with your hair this is crazy and in the same breath as I was massaging the oil into my scalp and just kind of like you know feeling my hair I said to myself again but look at them edges girl instant smile on my face like I immediately felt damn good after that so I proceeded to style my hair kind of like I felt like I delivered myself from doubt and I had the courage you know to stick to my hair goals big facts so let me ask you sis like how are you feeling about your edges you know do you talk to yourself too <laughs> I know people say it's crazy but I've delivered myself from some evil hair mess so you know, I'm just going to share a few tips on how I started regrowing my hair, my edges particularly, and my hair. But um, we're talking about edges today. And this came after years of bad habits and ignorant behaviors. So listen up. The first thing I did was went natural. So as cliche as it sounds today, because people throw the term go natural around like salt. (laughs) However, when I went natural, my mindset shifted as well. And I no longer, you know, I no longer wanted to use tainted products, even though it was a transitional period for me between using tainted products like the Cheap Suave to starting to use like um, raw African black soap. I no longer wanted to, so my mindset shifted before, you know, I physically shifted and started using the um, the all-natural products. So, you know, I wanted to do things and use products that allow my edges to grow and my hair to just be free. So I just straight up went natural. So the second thing I did was I threw away the damn brush. Yep. I had um, what we call cowlicks. So, um, if I wanted to trade in my satin edges, you know, smooth, shiny, for that thick mane um, that I desired, I had to kick the bucket of smoothing tools. Um, So, you know, toothbrushes, you know, brushes in general. Um, So, as a means to slicking my hair down, well, I no longer cared about that. And I realized, you know, I'm a sister, you know, I'm a black woman, and I began to embrace my natural sister locks. And, um, you know, 
people, mainly Europeans, they coined the term locks with curls, but we have natural curls, so I I decided to embrace my sister locks, not the style, but my actual curly hair, and I let my edges just do what they do. So, okay, one more thing. Well, I think three. <laughs> so, no edge controls or gels. Nope. I no longer use edge controls or gels as that's the combination of bad habits or evil twins that delivered the cowlicks in the first place. So I embraced um, those things as a teenager and in my young adult life, but um, we didn't have edge controls. Well, at least we didn't call it that, I don't think. We, um, you know, a lot of black women use like um, gels, but for me, my edge control back then was um, Shine Jam. And I know you know what that is, but I used to, you know, I could run through a jar of that like nothing. So no more of that shenanigans. Um, I let my hair grow wild. So, you know, let's face it. Do we tame trees? I'm just saying. <laughs> um, number four, I massaged my head and scalp. Just let me tell you, since I've been giving myself head massages, and I've been doing this, you know, for years, uh, you know, subconsciously, not even realizing it, but it's it's been the answer to most of my hair prayers, and I believe this would be the answer to most of your hair prayers, too. Um, how to massage properly, uh, when to massage, and what to use to massage, you know, really, whatever feels good to your soul, any natural hair oil, any time, and I mean, it's important to show your crown some love, but how you can, you know, how can you massage, you know, I had to ask myself, how could I massage my hair with some of the protective styles that I was doing, you know, so I just, number five, wear it natural, out, loose. Hair chilling. I have access to my scalp. My fingers can feel my scalp. I can cover the full range of my crown with my fingertips. And this is important for me, not only for regrowing my edges, but from time to time, I need to feel my, I need to feel myself, you know, um, my hair and my scalp. Girl, some of the styles I used to wear would not allow me to be great. Like, <laughs> And the damn sure did no justice for my edges. So pretty much, you know, that's basically it, sis. And I know that that was more than expected, but I hope you get my drift. Anyway, so that's a few things I did to aid my edge growth journey. After all, every single action that I took did not align this way easily. I simply observed my actions and grew consciousness or an intuition um, of my hair and got in total alignment with my hair goals. So um, we can talk more about goals. Um, but let me ask, like, did this help you? Let me know what you think. Leave a reply to this post or um, shoot me an email. I always invite you to do that. I love to hear more about your journey as well. Um, my email is blossomedroots 
at gmail.com. You can find this in the blog post as well. Blossomedroots at gmail.com. My DM is always open as long as it's on topic. So if you want to talk about hair, I'm gamed. So send me a DM, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. And um, yeah, we could talk more about why your edges won't grow or how to actually regrow them. All right. Inviting you for a 15-minute complimentary consultation just to talk about your edges. So look forward to talking to you soon. Peace, love, and light on your journey. One. Hey, hey, my beautiful sisters, this is Nicole with Sisters on the Journey, and I'm so happy that you are tuning in. Welcome and thank you. So today's episode is called You Are Not Alone, and I was inspired to do this this episode because one morning, and this was this was fairly recently, so depending on, you know, when you actually listen to this podcast, um... You know, it was a, it was a it was pretty much like a rainy, cold Tuesday morning in in the winter of um, you know I'm located in in Central Virginia and it it was pretty windy and rainy and cold and I woke up and all I wanted was a cup of decaf coffee and I met this beautiful woman who inspired me to do what I'm doing now. And it's not about me, but it's about you, sis. And it's about the natural hair journey. So you are not alone. I hopped out of bed feeling a little under the weather, literally. <laughs> True story. Um, as I said before, it was cold and a rainy Tuesday and it was windy and all I wanted a cup was a cup of decaf coffee. Before starting work, I walked into the kitchen to find I didn't have any. <laughs> so after getting my kids off to school, I actually got in my car and I drove to Waffle House, which is about five miles from my house. Uh, When I arrived there, I sat alone waiting to be served until this young woman, she was a Caucasian, she approached me and she introduced herself as my server and um, asked me, you know, she took my order and basically I ordered my coffee and with no disregard or no discredit to her service, she was pretty decent. <laughs> However, I was approached with a radiant smile, energy out of this world, melanin popping, dark skin, middle-aged, slender woman. And she didn't tell me her age, no, and I'm not giving you telling you that she was middle-aged based on how she looked it was solely based on the fact that she told me she had seven adult children yeah (laughs) so that's when I concluded okay she's middle-aged she definitely didn't look like you know she definitely didn't look like it but I could tell she was a hard-working woman I could tell that she loved her job Um, I could tell that she may have been through some things in life, you know, Um, she gave me over the top service, topped my coffee off with hot decaf, fresh hot decaf, just as it was getting cold. Because mind you, I went there just for coffee, but I decided to sit in and drink the coffee. And as I was sitting there, I was on my phone lollygagging. 
messing with Canva, Canva trying to create this image for an Instagram post. I believe that's what I was doing anyway. Um, but I digress. I digress. So, you know, it, she, she made sure I was good. You know, she really took care of me. And a few minutes later, she sat down to eat her breakfast when the customers, um, started to die down and, you know, she got, she got a little bit of a break. So she sat down to eat her breakfast. And if you know how Waffle House is set up, basically like the counter there's a counter and then there's some booths well we were on the side of the the grill or the kitchen because the kitchen is in the middle and she was sitting at the counter her back was facing me and I was at the booth behind her and she was sitting there you know eating her breakfast and she she I believe she made a phone call to someone. I wasn't really listening or I heard her voice. Um, and then she proceeded to say, you okay back there? And I looked around like, who's she talking to? And then I realized she was talking to me. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good back here. I'm just working. And then um, she was like, okay, yeah, I see you good because you were on your phone. And I was like, oh no, I'm just doing some work because I mean, I'm just, it's cold. I don't really want to go back out there right now. I just want to sit and enjoy my coffee. Because I know by the time I get home, I'm really just going to be enjoying my coffee in a car. And that's not much of an enjoyment to me. And she was like, no, 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 I understand. So conversation popped off. And she asked me, so what do you do? And I, you know, proceeded to tell her I help sisters who are ready to go natural um, and transition with style and grace so she can embrace her crown. And basically, she knew exactly what I was talking about. Um, you know, she she said, she said, honey, God sent you to me. God sent you to me. She used to love her hair. And let me tell you how I know. She... She lit up like a Christmas tree, number one. And the minute she said that, I, you know, she was happy, right? But it was so touching because I knew at that moment that I was on the right path and I was doing the right thing. And she like ran, she ran back to, I don't know if they they have an employee lounge, but she ran back to the employee lounge, dug in her purse and her wallet, pulled out her her driver's license and walked all the way back to the restaurant to show me how her hair used to look 10 years ago. And she said to me, you know, all I want, all I want is to be able to wear my natural hair again and love my natural hair. And I don't have time. I don't have time. And I noticed, you know, I was looking at her and I complimented her as she wore uh, a straight ponytail with some bangs, but I could clearly tell it was not her natural hair. However, she did explain to me that under her weave, she um, had suffered from some hair loss due to tight braids. And also it was extremely dry and brittle because she has no time to do it. Like I said, I could tell that she was a hardworking woman. Um, she was busy serving other people on a daily and, you know, she didn't have time to tend her to her own hair. So she also said something that made me smile and let me know, like I said, that I was on the right track with my purpose, <laughs> which is really important to me. Um, she, she said to me, the experience of natural hair is more than just physical. It's also mental and emotional. I was like, Wow. Wow, this is this is amazing because I say this all the time. 
But I also followed up with the word spiritual. And it was a breath of fresh air listening to her talk about her troubles with her hair. And, you know, not in any type of egotistical or selfish way or, uh, you know, in a way where I'm making fun of her. Any type of, no, you know, we're adults here. We're grown. I was, I was mainly just happy, genuinely, because I had some answers for her. And I said to her, you know what? I think God sent you to me. And you know what? God linked us together. (laughs) And I thanked her for sharing her story. It was so fulfilling for, you know, a number of reasons. For both her and I. And I immediately ran to my car. And, you know, like it was raining. Like I said, it was raining. It was cold. And it was just, ugh. This is the type of day you want to just, like I said, my initial thought when I got up is to go to my kitchen, make some decaf coffee, wrap myself up and log into my computer and work. (laughs) But I ended up going out into the rain, to this crazy weather just for some coffee. And the fact that we met at that moment was a divine connection. I was supposed to be there and she was supposed to be there at that actual time. And I reassured her that, you know, you are not alone on this journey. And I wanted to genuinely help her get that old thing back, that old feeling back so she can wear her crown and embrace it as it is a God-given right. And like this, like this woman, like this woman, many sisters, including myself, have had a time in life when we either were too busy or did not have enough money or both to spend on our hair care services or on our hair in general. So we did what was quick and easy. We, we, we went to, we had the go-to ponytail, we had the gel and the brush, and we just did what we could do really quick so we could get up and go to school or get up and go to work or get up and put the kids on the bus or get up and take care of the kids and take care of everybody else. And... We oftentimes neglected ourselves. We neglected our crown. We failed to put the crown first. And like I said, I know I've been there because I'm one of those sisters who've been there. Serving clients and serving my sisters on a daily and not having enough time to even tend to my own hair. And many of that, many of those, (laughs) many of my issues come from the fact that I have trust issues with my hair. But that's neither here nor there. That's not the the meat of our discussion today. But I do want to, you know, just just tell you that if this is you, I want you to know that you are not alone. You do not have to take this journey alone. This natural hair journey, as I stated before, as she stated before, it's, it's more than just a physical journey. It's mental, emotional, physical, and it's spiritual. And I am opening my line up to help my sisters who are having a hard time. Sometimes it could just be one thing. Uh, One thing could be like, oh, my hair is just dry. I don't know what to do with it. 
You know, whatever your issue is, whatever your pressing issues are, whatever your major questions are that you feel like you've never had answered and you just need a sounding board, you need somebody to motivate you real quick, you need some inspiration, you need some love, you just need some sister advice, you just need to sit down and talk to somebody, you know, it could get hard, it can get lonely, it can get scary, it could be intimidating, a whole lot of emotions come up for me. And like when I shared about my story before, I'm going to digress real, digress real quick. I always said that I had two major emotions. There are two sides of the coin. I had a tremendous feeling of fear and freedom. And everything that comes in between that and explanations that are around that, that's a whole book in itself. But I want you to know that my ears are open. My heart is open. If you want to talk to me and you feel like this is a relatable story, please reach out to me. Comment down below. Let me know what your experience have been like. Holla at me. Let me know if you feel this sister's story. Also, share your journey if you like. If you want to be a part of my podcast or you want to do an interview and you feel like you have a very unique story you want to share with the world, I invite you to join me. Join me on a live podcast episode and we can talk about your journey. We can do an interview. And um, always, my email is open, blossomedroots at gmail.com. That's how you can find me. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. My DMs always open at Blossomed Roots. And also with the podcast, you can also leave a voice response. So I'm just really excited to hear what my sisters have to say. I'm sending you peace, love, and light on your natural hair journey. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. One.